Brought to you by Ford. Revolution. From the front to the back as pages turn. Reading is a very fresh way to learn. Oh my god, this is so loud. Hey everybody, welcome to Trailer. I'm Sunny D. Um, if you uh, were listening live, you would realize that I messed up. Anyway, um, Petty Mayonnaise is not here with us this week. He is chilling with his fam, his fam, his fam. He's on like a little family vacation, which is very cute. Um, I am instead joined today by the wonderful, the beautiful Dr. Fari. Um, hey, y'all. Yes. My good friend, hashtag paging Dr. Fari. You should look her um, little tag up and see what she does in her life because she doesn't have an Instagram. <laughs> But I still got my own hashtag though. Yeah, she has her own hashtag because she's very important. Yeah. So you can super use... important. <laughs> can you tell me Too why you're so important? For IG, of Too course. important for IG. Because I'm just I'm out here teaching the babies. You are. You, know, you are a teacher for the term. So previously I said Dr. Fari <laughs> is not a medical doctor. No. So, not yes, we're not looking at your cuts. Mm-hmm. We're not telling you why your throat's swollen. We're not telling you what's why we're that's oozing pus. We're not diagnosing symptoms. We're not. We're not treating anything. anything. <laughs> we um we we're are not treating even society. Sound medical advice, okay? <laughs> like, don't take my word for it. Because <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. I myself am uh, wondering what this right. Tylenol is for. I too consult WebMD. <laughs> How does that work for you, Var? <laughs> does it work for anybody? <laughs> Possibly. Somebody has After gotten help from After that 15th home remedy, things really did start to clear up, though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good job. Um, I have no idea what any of this means. I feel like, I hope it's recording. It's recording. That's all that matters. Yeah. Anyways, um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, Dr. Safari? Sure. I come from the Intergalactic Center, and I studied anthropology in grad school. I am a professor, an adjunct professor at SUNO and at Bard Early College, and I am an aspiring independent curator. And what mm-hmm. else? I like to read books. Yeah. She's like an all curator. <laughs> She's a very important, um, very intelligent woman of the world. Um, you know, she's wonderful. And I am blessed to be her friend. Oh, the blessings, mine. <laughs> uh, we'll get more into how Dr. Far and I became friends later. Um, but we have to do our, what are we here for? What are we not here for? Um, my, what am I here for is that I had to, I took photos for Norlinians. Um, you can visit them at norlinians.wordpress.com. I will put their link in our little description. Um, and I took photos for them. They posted them and it got a lot of good feedback, which I'm very excited about. And I got a couple of photo shoots booked off of it. Yes. Girl. Yes. 
Yes, she's out here trying to make money. Yes, girl. She's out here trying to take pictures of you, hire me for your photos, hire me for your fashion blogs, your lifestyle blogs, your family photos, your engagement photos, but not your wedding and or birthday pictures. Birthday photo, birthday party photos. I will take your birthday pictures. Like, you know, you want to do like a cute little thing for your birthday. I'll do that. Not doing your actual birthday event. Yes. But yeah, I was very excited for that. So I'm very, I'm here for that. I'm here for how I was received. I'm also here for the lady who designed their clothes being like, girl, that was a really good job you did. And posting it on her page. And she has lots of followers. She designed clothes for Kelly Rowland before. Well, she designed the outfit Kelly Rowland wore to Beyonce's baby shower. So yeah, I was like, okay, yes. Please hire me to take your pictures, ma'am. Yes, at bombshell. Um, I'll post all of that information in our lovely description area what are you here for slash not here for dr far previously i was not here for the news that underground was canceled by the wgn network mm. um but i am here for the fact that i heard rumors that the own network might be picking it up yes i did see that i also heard that hulu is very interested since they mm-hmm. have seasons one and two up why did they cancel it if, if people watched it or like WGN's uh, just got bought by new owners who are white supremacists and very conservative oh. and so they're rebranding the whole oh. network to be more like a Fox News ew because yeah. we need more Fox News yeah. <laughs> don't we have enough of that Ugh, this is what happens when you let white people be in charge of things <laughs> ruin everything yeah they do um what i am not here for this week is what am i not here for i don't think i'm not here for anything this week i think i had a pretty okay week it was okie dokie or whatever i can't remember what i'm not here for but yeah i you know probably something stupid somebody told me Yeah. yeah I'm like that. What are you here for? I'm here for the relationship goals that Underground is giving me right now. <laughs> okay, like this is gonna be an Underground themed conversation because I am living for that show. She was watching it when I came someone, to her house to pick her up. Yes. Well, especially as you know, as a doctor or whatever. Um, you know, these representations of our history when they're actually accurate and when they're actually written by and told from the perspective Mm -hmm. of our people they're Mm -hmm. so powerful and there's so much truth in them so what i love about the show is (laughs) that i get to pretend that i'm journey smollett bell's character Mm -hmm. because you know she light-skinned and i'm (laughs) light-skinned so we we relate on that level so on that level alone we're really she's like loving her you know love interest i just you know pretend that's really me yeah because i have a total huge crush on Noah from Underground. Noah, I love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he told Rosalie that he would follow her anywhere, even back into the Deep South where they, you know, can possibly be caught by slave catchers and all that. So Damn. I was just like, that's some love. That's right real though. love right there, girl. For real. <laughs> real. On the real. And I'm here for that real black love. Yeah. Right on. Shout out to that. Um, yeah. So that's what we do before, you know, the show starts. We do what I here for us, the not here for us. We're going to get into why I asked Dr. to come. She doesn't know because she was asleep when I came to pick her up. So we can talk about it. <laughs> it's going to be fun times. It's not anything hey. bad. It's not anything crazy. It's 
things we talk about all the time. Okay. So we're going to go on a little brickety break. Brickety, brickety, break. Brickety, brickety. Yeah. Brickety, brickety, break. Well, let me pull up this song. So also, you guys know, like, Petty usually does this, and I don't. And so, you know, I'm not that good at it. Petty is. And that's why, you know, I keep him around because he's better at things, but also because he's wonderful. So, yeah, we'll be back. on the words We're talking through each style Everything is overheard See everything that I take upon loses worth Well now that you're not the one that I thought you were And it hurts that I'm done Now I Don't believe in nothing Tell me you know Maybe I could be this lonely guy That'll sing on a song Another tease will come along With everything I don't want And you
weaker I am Your doubt'll bother Reading into it I probably won't Left to my own devices But that's the difference In our opinions You're a mouthful That amounts for Another week of my own Now I'm a novel Made resourceful I start a chain with my thought Talk is cheap, my darling
before Vietnam. Welcome back to your litter. I am Sunny D. I'm joined by Dr. Fari. Yes, Dr. Fari, aka hashtag patient Dr. Fari, aka my homie. She's real. Um, yes, welcome back to your litter. We are your harassment against children's shea butter. And as Petty would say, your weekly dose of black bullshit. I really hope this is recording well because 
as Patty had mentioned before in the last couple of shows, people have been messing with the soundboard. And he's played around with it, and I haven't, so I don't want to touch anything and fuck it up. But I think it's okay. My voice is loud enough to be picked up. Looks like it is. I don't know. Anyways, so we're here with Dr. Fari. She has graciously given up her Friday night to hang out with me in this um, very yellow room. I have graciously woken up from a nap. (laughs) Yes, she was grumpy about it, but she's here. I wouldn't have it in any other way. Um, so I wanted to talk about the basis of our friendship, of how we met. So Fari and I are Moon Sisters. And I'm going to make Fari explain it. Um, so I just want to talk about being Moon Sisters and like doing moon rituals and like how that's important for women, especially black women, and how that has helped us foster an amazing friendship between us and other amazing, beautiful women. All right. You down for that? I'm down for that. Oh girl. my god! You it's also really great to have Fari around because she's so uplifting as a person. <laughs> <laughs> she's always like, "Hi, gorgeous." I'm like, "Thanks, Fari." <laughs> you know, just how she says hi. <laughs> I was always like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like you know, no one ever be calling me gorgeous but on a normal date. Special, but it is for special. You. <laughs> And all the other gorgeouses out there who don't hear it often yes. enough. Yes. might be like, hey, Bari girl. And I do be switching it up sometimes. I'm like, hey, beautiful. She do. And I be like <laughs> feeling it at all times. <laughs> okay. So far in our moon sisters. Um, so all the way back in the fall of what was it? 2013? I think it was our mutual friend, Davida Chanel. Shout, Shout out to, to Davida. Davida. We she miss you. Come back to us. Um, so much. <laughs> <laughs> she okay, lives in California. That's right not now. what this is about right that now. That was about right now. Pull it together. Get it together, Fari. Um, <laughs> way back in November 2013, I want to say it was around that time. Yes. That I she guess. had <laughs> a full moon ritual at her house and she invited some people to come. Mm-hmm. And she's a real type A personality. So she had like you know an agenda for what would take place <laughs> uh-huh. she also like texted us beforehand of so, like what would take place kind fun of fun fact fun fact i was not originally invited to this gathering <gasps> wow my friend pam was invited yes, to the gathering pam was there apparently the text message that she received said that you can bring a friend as long mm-hmm. as they're also another like-minded woman i got that one too and so um, excuse okay. us, we're on the radio. That's rude. <laughs> Can you call back later? Um, hello? Hello? Oh, I can't hear anything. Hello? Hello? Oh my god, is that petty mayonnaise? Um, yeah, it's me. Hi. <laughs> Calling from in a different time zone. Wait, in a different time zone? I thought you just, are you in a different world right now? Yeah, in a different world from where you come from. Oh, cool. That app that marathon was on today. What's up, Petty? Mr. Yonessa, how you doing? <laughs> I just wanted to say hello. That's it. Hi. Your presence is Hi. missed in the atmosphere. I'm what? Your presence is missed in the atmosphere. Hi. What are y'all talking about? What's going on? Who's in the studio? Uh, my friend Fari. I think you may have met her before. I'm not really sure. Probably um, sure. at that uh, infamous karaoke. Oh yeah, Christmas she was party. at the True Literate um, Holiday Shindig. Oh, that party! Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was the one in the <laughs> ethnic-looking dress. 
who is really loud and off key. Okay, 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 like, okay. Oh, I remember okay, you now. Okay. <laughs> we were all loud and off key. Got uh, it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the loud one. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Fari <laughs> and I are currently talking about um, being moon sisters and the importance of the gathering of like-minded female women bodies. Oh well. I'm going to go ahead and uh, exit on that because I'm not a moon sister. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all have that. I'm going to let y'all take y'all moment and have it. So, uh, oh, my God. Thanks, buddy. So I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Ciao. See you later. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace. <laughs> I don't know how to hang this up. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> well, maybe it just hangs. I think it hangs up when he hangs up. I'm not really it's like sure. like a self-cleaning oven. It is. It's a self-cleaning oven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. what were you saying before i was so rudely interrupted you were not rudely interrupted <laughs> petty mayonnaise is the co-host of this show don't do him like that all right we're kidding we're kidding we love you mr Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> he's being cute with his family Oh, that's precious. I know, right? It's beautiful. It Shout is. out to families. Family time. It's the best Only time. the good, healthy ones. Though. Thank you. The dysfunctional ones. Get you don't get no shout together. out. Okay. None at all. Work on yourselves. Work. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. <laughs> You're stupid. Um, What was I talking about? Okay, so I was saying something to the extent of Davida Chanel is an amazing woman, but Senorita. the details of that, who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're talking about our first meeting as Moon Sisters. Oh, and how I wasn't actually invited. Oh, that's funny. But, but I showed up as like a plus one, and now I'm like one of the hardest core ever <laughs> yeah. Moon Sisters to do it. And it was also funny that Davida sent out that text message, and somebody was like, oh, girl, that sounds like something I can't do. <gasps> May God bless you. And Davida was like, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pray for you, girl. Yeah. So we can also talk about how that, as how what moon ceremonies are anyway so okay so there was some type of full moon going on and davida just wanted to gather up some really special black women in her life and invited them to bring along someone special as well um and she invited us to take some time to meditate and to write in our journals or on paper just to release whatever came up for you during that moment of reflection Um, And especially to think about some of the themes that were coming up that um, she shared with us from astrologers and uh, different people who interpret the movements of the of the sun and moon and all of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. it really helped whenever you're meditating or writing to try to give some structure or, you know, think about some overarching themes um, Mm -hmm. when you're when you're feeling all in your feels, mm-hmm. you know, kind of helps you give some direction. Um, so that was the first moon ceremony mm-hmm. that took place. And, and then everybody just enjoyed the experience and the communion so much that we all started to host different ones. Yeah. Right? So there's different types. There's a full moon ceremony and a new moon ceremony, correct? Yes. Ritual ceremony, whichever mm-hmm. is interchangeable, I suppose. Yes, ma'am. And, um, you know, from there, it just became a circle of women who wanted to gather intentionally together and share space and share energy um, and support one another and allow for us to really 
go beyond the kind of surface level of social interactions, especially Mm -hmm. um, as women, because a lot of times we can kind of just stay on the surface and not know whether or not we want to let somebody into our more deeper, you know, the shit that we got going on inside. Yeah. So because it's like it involves a lot of talk, like as far as it involves a lot of talk and reflection. So we get there. We're like, oh, my God. Hey, y'all, what's up? I mean, at this point, we've known each other for a while. So (laughs) we get there, we talk, and then someone is in charge. Um, At this point in time, since Davida's gone, it's either Fari or our friend Bijou. (laughs) And they're in charge, and, you know, they set a time for us to meditate, as Fari said. It's usually, like, either a guided meditation or um, just, like, some music. Mm -hmm. Um, And we sit, and then we write down um, full moons are for... I'm always I'm always confused. Release. Full moons are for release and new moons are for intentions. Intentions. Got it. Setting intentions. And so we do that. Sometimes we share. Mm -hmm. Well, we give each other space to share. Like if you would like to share, you don't have to. Right. What you wrote down, what you want to release or what your um, intentions are. Um, Depending on what it is, sometimes there's some water involved or a little (laughs) fire involved. Yeah. In any ritual, um, what I've learned as I've continued to do it, in any ritual, you really want to have a representation of all four of the natural elements there. Mm-hmm. So you want to have a little fire, a little water, a little air, a little earth. Yeah. Um, so sometimes we bring crystals. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes a lot of trust, and it takes a lot of openness to building trust because nothing that you're creating together is going to do any good work um, if there is suspicion or tension or just, you know, um, things, the air hasn't been cleared or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's a spiritual practice, but it's also helping to relate to people in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really like that the most because it kind of cuts through the surface level, like I was saying, and really allows you to get to know the, the deeper person inside, not just what they show to social media yeah. or, you know, in their professional persona or what have you. Yeah. It brings you together really, like, really in depth. Um, and then, you know, after we do that, we share our feelings. Sometimes there are tears. Sometimes yeah. there's lots of laughs. Most of the time there's lots of, most times there's both. Yeah. Um, lots of laughs and smiles. And then we eat a lot of food. And drink wine. And everyone drinks wine, except for me. Yeah. But we eat a lot of uh, honey goat cheese, which is delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's a moon sister favorite. <laughs> a moon sister favorite is honey goat cheese. Yeah. Because. I started bringing lactate in my purse. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so that I could be ready. <laughs> for the honey goat cheese. And it's just like always a whole bunch of food. And um, also, I, can't, I guess a good thing about the space is that men are not allowed. So it's like a sacred space for women. Well, technically, men are allowed. It's just that if a man is invited into this space, he's invited in the capacity of subservience. Yeah. And I don't and we're all such, you know, kind hearted women I guess you would say, <laughs> that were like, you know, we could have that experience, but mm-hmm. none of us wants to ask the man who's interested in it. Like, hey, do you want to come and just serve all the women? Yeah. Do, the only time know? a man has come was when we were at Bijou's house and Gordon was there and he made us dip. <laughs> yeah. And he bought us dip. Exactly. But then he came and joined in um, after we were done with that meditation and stuff. But that was just because he was staying at her house that weekend. It wasn't like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's just because he's her brother. He's her so. brother, and he was just there. <laughs> and she was like, Gordon, you have to stay away until yeah. we're done. And then he was like, okay. And he came back, and he's like, I made y'all some dip. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> he's a sweetheart and gorgeous. So, yeah. So is Bijou. Um, but I feel like. Shout out to the Moon Sisters. Yeah. Circle. And so this is starting, I guess, 2013. And so I've been friends with these wonderful people ever since. Um, we don't have as many moon ceremonies as we used to, but I still feel very close to these women. I can, like, call them whenever. So I think that's, like, a good. I guess we can, like, talk about, like, the good benefits of it. It's, like, I can. I have people another like outlet of people that i can like talk to and that i know have all of my best interests at hand like i can call you or Bijou or davida or any of the other other moon sisters for help yes there's definitely a level of intimacy there mm-hmm. and i think that even if we don't do the rituals together on a regular basis anymore we've already created a foundation mm-hmm. that is there and that you know we all cherish um and take really really seriously so that love is there that bond is there Mm -hmm. that togetherness is there regardless of you know the current practice yeah and yeah it's just like so I guess I would encourage women especially black women to like find different ways for you to gather with like your girlfriends or some women that you feel are like-minded on like a different level like a more intimate I guess spiritual level. I don't yeah. necessarily say spiritual, but like on a more intimate, just like beyond surface level. Cause it's a really good way to get to know people. And um, if you do have a moon ritual, you know, you could bring a friend like, like far was brought. Exactly. <laughs> brought in. <laughs> and what's so funny is after the ritual, Pam who invited me was like, Ooh, that shit was not for me. I'm not about no moon stuff. I'm a Leo. <laughs> about the sun baby i was like okay well and she gracefully bowed out she never came to another ceremony but i was at every everyone i think i missed like two and i was like i was like oh my god i'm not there i feel so left out yeah it's beautiful one of the things i uh, like about it as well is whenever we share our intentions or whenever we share affirmations that we believe or or want to feel more strongly or even when we share the things that we're like i'm tired of holding on to negativity or I'm tired Mm -hmm. of holding on to self-doubt when you share that with people and you actually verbalize it they can help you hold yourself accountable Mm -hmm. to that goal and so for example whenever I'm like oh yeah sorry blah 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 you know I might hear Davida saying why are you apologizing? I thought you said you wanted to release, you know, self-effacing language or self-effacing yeah. thoughts, you know? And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> I said that out loud. I did say that. <laughs> so then, of course, the next gem of wisdom from her as well, what would Beyonce do? Would she apologize <laughs> in this situation? No, she wouldn't. So I'm not going to either. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, God it's damn just... It, <laughs> It's just really a great way to help you really become the person that you're trying to become, mm-hmm. you know, and to give yourself like checks and balances. almost, yeah. You know, and it's also just like helping you feel empowered and helping you feel like stronger as a woman, um, because our 
because like you know the people are on the same plane as you and so they're there like for a foundation and like they're uplifting you it's always like oh girl you could do this oh girl you could do that it's always you know mm-hmm. positive affirmations constructive criticism never like oh girl like i don't right. know what you're talking it's about a definitely a no judgment zone yeah definitely no judgment zone and like just to do that i go to moon rituals and i feel like so much lighter or like mm-hmm. happier about things yes um, because even though I do talk a lot as a person, but like, that's just a whole different, it's like therapy kind of, it but is. like, I don't know, I guess group therapy would be a thing. Definitely. Um, I guess the thing we could talk about things, moon rituals are not. <laughs> They're not cult gatherings. <laughs> They're not devil worship. Exactly. They're not rooted in any particular, um, mm-hmm. religious you know theology yeah whatever you already believe is what you bring to it so yeah. i i do remember a couple of times i feel like davida has shared like scripture with us yeah she has um and i didn't grow up in the church so i'm like mm, okay yeah <laughs> amen to that yeah and uh and it's like some people are like are you worshiping the moon it's like no it's <laughs> not what it's not worshiping the moon like it's god it's not right. what's happening it's right. just the i guess just wait how do you how do you explain why of why on a full moon or a new moon like why is it like important for women together i feel like davida explained it to me once and i forgot well part of it is biorhythm mm-hmm. you know a lot of a lot of women i won't say all but a lot of women's um, biology or their bodies are in tune with the lunations mm-hmm. like the the tides rise you you know shed your uterine lining I mean shit happens you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's what I'm trying to say all right um and so, and so it's like about marking the time and pausing for reflection and pausing to be like oh okay this has been happening in my body. This has been happening outside in the world. This has been happening in the cosmos. Let me take Mm -hmm. stock. Let me figure out what's my next move. Let me figure out what I need to let go of. What do I need to call more of in? Um, And so it doesn't have to be about, you know, worship in any way, shape or form, unless that's something that you want to bring to it. Yeah. It's all about what you, what you got, what you, what you bring. So don't bring any negative energy. No, none at all. No judgment and no negative energy. Yeah. You can also have a moon ritual by yourself. You don't have to have a group of people, but having a group of people is very nice. Having the group um, really puts quantum intentionality onto it. And I didn't come up with that term. That mm-hmm. term was come up with by Arthur Jaffa, the, the amazing um, cinematographer and visual artist who is responsible for the visuals of Daughters of the Dust by mm-hmm. Julie Dash. Um, he talked about how black people always like to pass around their babies, mm-hmm. you know, to be held and kissed and loved by different family members and friends. And how as a cultural practice, he really believes that's rooted in this like quantum intentionality that it's not just about you loving and caring for your baby, but it's mm-hmm. also about having the energy of all of those good intentions and having all of that love and all of that um, good tactile sensation be yeah. transferred to the child. So I really believe that is what's taking place whenever we're in a group and we're, you know, lighting candles and we're um, saying prayers or saying affirmations, like all coming together and really focusing our mm-hmm. energy on that goal or that vision um, really just enhances it and makes 
the impact so much more powerful. Yeah, very true. Again, y'all, um, Dr. Fari is very well read. <laughs> <laughs> she got words I've never heard of up in here, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are things moving rituals are not. Those are things rituals are. Um, if we, so let's say I'm new to this and I'm like, yo, Dr. Fari, you know, I heard you talking about it on your literate or whatever. Like, like talking about, talk, <laughs> like I'm talking about, um, <laughs> like talking about it. Uh, <laughs> so like, what is like, what's some first steps? Like, do I got to get like a whole bunch of crystals or something? Do I got to like go buy a whole bunch of candles or whatever? Like do like, how do I pick these women? Like, what are my basic steps I need to take? Well, I guess I would suggest that you start wherever you are. And um, I would never be the one to say, like, you need to go out and buy things, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have some candles, light them. If you don't have candles, you don't have to get fancy ones. You can get some candles that smell good or some unscented tea light candles from Walmart. No big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. It's about what you like and what makes you feel comfortable and what makes you feel filled with joy you know yeah and gratitude because those are really the most important feelings for you to have when you're doing your ritual and so um when i was being real bougie with it (laughs) because i was like making good money which you know my class status is kind of in flux right now (laughs) (laughs) same i I was buying fucking fresh flowers Mm -hmm. and i was lighting candles and i have my crystals all laid out you feel me Mm -hmm. i did a new moon ritual where i took this amazing bath oh yeah you were telling me about that girl first of all i came out that water glistening (laughs) i was Supple, honey. Listen, my skin never <laughs> just felt like that before. It was dewy. like I was shining from the inside, you know. Oh. Like I exfoliated my soul. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can really get creative with fuck. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But oh, yeah, god. it's all about just doing the thing that makes you feel cared for. See. And makes you feel nurtured. Um, and so, yeah, you just want to you just want to <laughs> have your four elements represented. You can light some incense right quick, light a candle right quick, you know, have a glass of water sitting there that you can just say some um, good words next to just to get the energy right. You know what I'm saying? See. Um, but yeah, it's all about just taking a moment where you're completely unplugged from any type of source outside of your own internal self. True. Good job, Far. Thanks, girl. <laughs> you're stupid. Yes, girl. That milk bath, though, girl, let me tell you. What was in it? Because I'm lactose intolerant, too. So I was like, milk in a bathtub? What are you trying to do? But honey... <laughs> Oh, and it had honey in it, too? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was honey and milk? Just Ooh, it? Yes, girl. Just honey and milk? It was like, you know, I looked it up on the website or whatever. Google Cleopatra bath. Mm-hmm. And it makes you be all like, oh, yes. I'm connecting with my ancestors from, like, thousands of years ago <laughs> who were just beautiful and supple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Black people just been being beautiful and supple for thousands of years. Yeah, and this is how. <laughs> Apparently taking milk baths. Yes. I need to, like, reincorporate that into my regular beauty practice. 
Yeah, I don't have one of those. I a don't. beauty practice. Uh, girl. I take a shower. Right. And I shave my legs once every six months. I try to comb my hair. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, don't. I don't try. <laughs> um, I got my hair cut off, so I wouldn't have to comb it. <laughs> I was feeling the other day. I was like, man, these curls are real tight because I have not combed them out. It's perfect for the summertime. Yeah, I feel nothing on my neck. Right? It's nothing. so aerodynamic. <laughs> I'm trying to be telling people, like, <laughs> um, I think that's my only questions. Oh well, like, what is one of your main things you've benefited from doing these moon ceremonies, um, with our group of friends, sisters? Um, well, definitely making friends <laughs> as an adult. Them, you know, because it's hard out here. It is. I saw a funny meme that was like, "How do I Google fun things to do over the summer for adults <laughs> with no friends?" but that's all of us you know at some point so you know just being able to relate to somebody on a really real level Mm -hmm. and not just somebody you see socially or like somebody you party with you know Mm -hmm. someone that you can let your guard down with and be vulnerable with Um, I think that's really important Um, what else have I benefited? Just a a higher level of self-awareness because Mm -hmm. I, I have to sit with myself and I have to be quiet and I can't get around it by, you know, watching a million videos on YouTube about Mm -hmm. what does this new moon mean or what does this full moon mean? Like at some point after I've, you know, ingested all the information I can ingest, I have to sit and like let it process and filter through my consciousness and figure out you know what does that mean for me um and so just having more of a writing practice and a more of a meditation practice has helped me to know myself and the more i know myself the more i can honor myself and accept and love Mm -hmm. myself you know snaps for the end yes girl yes. yes (laughs) Yes. And so, you know, for all y'all heterosexual women out there who are like caught up in the dating game, the more you know, love, honor and accept yourself, the fewer Mm -hmm. fuckboys seem to come your way. Wow. I don't know how it works. It's like fuckboy repellent. (laughs) Fuckboy repellent. (laughs) It is. But, you know, it works. (laughs) Um, I guess. Yeah. My one. I guess the benefits I've got from this is you know, making friends as an adult, but being surrounded by very supportive, non, like, not non-threatening. Non-competitive? Thank you. Um, Non-competitive women, black women specifically, who are also just, as like singular individuals doing amazing things on like, you know, just about their business and like just, out here killing shit and doing a damn thing all those other cliche things i could think of right now but like having them being like inspiration for me as a little because i'm the youngest one so (laughs) i'm the youngest and they remind me all the time Uh, (laughs) so like just having them you know inspire me and me feel you know just been like okay like they can do this i can do this too because i also feel like i'm on the same level as them even though i'm younger and not as far along as my in my career or my life you know my life path but also i guess just because you haven't had as many run-ins with fuck boys <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing that's a good thing yeah 
but you know and also like i feel like sometimes i can do things that inspire y'all as well like, like you know you guys congratulate me on things i do and I'm like that's a good job you did there sunny and i'm like oh my god thanks girl yes. um it's just like so much support and i just feel so happy about it it makes me feel so happy it's so great because mm-hmm. you start to realize that you don't have to look outside of yourself mm-hmm. um, for love and acceptance and nurturing. But if you need to, you already have this built-in place to go. Yeah, I do. I do have you a know? built-in place to feel like, I feel sad. I'm going to call Fari or Bijou and see what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> and I know I will have a good time and I will feel loved and respected and nurtured, as Fari said. Um, and also, like going to a place like i do like even though i'm very extrovert i do a lot of things i also always feel like immensely judged by everything that's going on like everyone's judging me at any and all moments like no matter where i'm at even though these are people i've known forever but like when i go to like moon rituals and like share things about myself that i don't normally share with other people i don't feel that way so it helps me go to a place of like not feeling afraid to be myself Yay. even though i'm myself all the time but it's hard guys it's a hard right. life i live um <laughs> it's not easy it's being not easy being myself <laughs> um even though you know i'm sunny z uh yeah and, and you know just so many other benefits i just you know ongoing benefit of learning from amazing beautiful black women so shout out to the beautiful black women in the world shout out and having sister circles or whatever yes. i guess that's what that's called too yes I don't Shout really know. Out. I feel like a sister circle things you do when you're like 60. It's the same eh. thing. No, know. that's the knitting circle. Get it. <laughs> or quilting circle. Listen. Are we going to be not. quilting? Are we going to get turned 60 and be quilting? <laughs> we might. Yeah. We might. I mean, even though like I met Fari um, during a moon ritual, we also like have developed a friendship outside of that. Obviously, exactly. she's here. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, we went did a high ropes course together and it was great yeah the first weekend in april <laughs> yes it was super fun mm-hmm. and everybody Fari, should go there it was in city park yeah it's called loop nola um and fari Shout conquered out. her fears of being really high in the air oh my god <laughs> it was so scary <laughs> but you made it i was so proud of you I did, I did. and the whole video is me like screaming call fari <laughs> and like she can't see herself because i'm like screaming jumping up and down but yeah it's like who else can you go with for like a really scary thing but yeah. your sisters um you need people in your life that are gonna be able to do more than just party and bullshit with yeah you. like bg and i work in the same industry and we were working on a film together and i was so happy she was there like i would just go sit in her car and be like be i love you <laughs> stay here forever <laughs> I need you in my life. I need you. Yeah, we would just like talk about just silly things. And like, even though I haven't, um, if I could like not talk to you guys in a long time, like I know I haven't talked to Vita in like a couple of months. If I called Vita right now, it'd be like, I talked to her yesterday. Right. So, um, yeah. So, but shout out to Davida for helping me make friends. Cause I didn't know anybody in that room, but girl, Davida. let me tell you that like most of my friends have come from her. <laughs> shout out to Davida, girl. I'm like, what was I doing? What were these other people yeah. I was hanging out with? Like, right? No, everybody yeah. should have a friend referral service. <laughs> yeah, I know. She just thought that. It's like a lot of my friends came from hanging out with Javon, aka DJ Rockaway, and so he's introduced me to a big majority of my friends, and then the other ones come from Davida. <laughs> That's funny. And at some point in that tree, I'm sure 
they know each other yeah yeah (laughs) but i'm like surprised (laughs) that it wasn't one or the other that put you on to one or the other yeah no i just happened to be in school with javon and work with davita so always in the right place at the the right right damn time yep so yeah that's all we gotta talk about for that um you know you got anything else to say girl um, well, I think next week there's a full moon. Mm-hmm. Yes, the moon is It'll be closer waxing. to this month. I believe it's going to be a full moon in Sagittarius. Now that I'm a moon sister, I'm like so much more keenly aware of the moon's movements. There are two types of moon sisters, Fari and me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that moon sister that like emails everyone. Yeah, she with, emails um, us. <laughs> And I read that I'm like, oh, fine. With like astrological reports and like <laughs> affirmations and shit. And I'm like, okay, ladies, let's focus on themes <laughs> of transition in times of uncertainty, <laughs> letting go of, um, you know, our former baggage. <laughs> I do get those emails. Yeah. And I read them. So in case you're wondering. Yes. I mean, I'm sure some people probably are like this bitch. Somebody <laughs> please tell her to stop emailing me. Yes. But so I'm far moon, nobody's actually I'm said the moon that sister that's like involved but also just like confused at all times. <laughs> like I have to be explained to me at every time. Because it doesn't stay in my mind because I'm just so much going on in my head. Which is why I go to Moon Show, so I can slow my mind down. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you just need to empty it all out so that you can fill it back up later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, she's the research one, and I'm just the one that's like, hey, I'm here. I bought you a cake I made. <laughs> right. Or like a tub of ice cream or something <laughs> sweet and totally unhealthy. That's me. <laughs> I feel like the last time or the second. No, when we went to see Zootopia, we like tore down a carton of ice cream mm-hmm. before we went. Mm-hmm. Fari is also beautiful. my movie buddy. <laughs> it's beautiful. It was a good time. She's my movie buddy. We saw Zootopia. Yes. We saw the, like this strange movie called The Perfect Match with Terrence J and Cassie. <laughs> Which is now on Netflix. Ne- it was right? on Hulu. Oh, okay. It was mm-hmm. on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Which means it's probably no, also Nef- on it Netflix. It probably is. It's a really not good movie. It was. And we were like, what's going on? We're, we're here to support black, black Yeah, we were like, we're going to see the movie because it's a black movie. <laughs> Basically. That's literally why we saw it. Well, actually, we went on Easter weekend to see a children's movie. <laughs> yes. And then we were like, what the fuck are all these kids doing here? <laughs> oh. why, are they in lo- why do they want to see this movie? I mean, can't two childless adults <laughs> go to see we, Utopia yeah, in we, peace? Yeah, wasn't me you don't want to see Inside Out? No, I think that was with somebody else. No, because I watched that on a flight. Yeah. So it wasn't me. Yeah, we did go see Utopia, and we were like, this is... This is really this is, this is really good. good. Oh my god. The social commentary, I know, the humor, right? the animation. Yeah, we're like, shout out to is, Zootopia. Shout out. It's a really good movie. That Inside Out and Home. Oh, All yeah. very Home. intense themes for Home children. Is intense. It's about like kind of... It is not about Cunnilingus. <laughs> That's no. not what it's about. Cunnilingus. Kind of Rice. No, it's not about her either. <laughs> Colonizing people. Yes. I can't say like the whole word. For Colonialism. Colonialism. Colonization. Colonization. That's what I was trying to say, but I couldn't like get it out of my mouth. Yes. It's about colonization <laughs> and it's real, it's real intense. Very cute movie. Yeah. Very entertaining. But yeah, it's got some deep themes going on. 
So does Inside Out. Inside Out is very deep. Very deep. I was like, wow, that thing like disappeared. And I was like, oh, my soul. But you know what's so important? Um, I learned this when I moved to New Orleans and I worked with this um, legend of a man named John O'Neill, who's a playwright and and a performance artist. And he said that the heavier the theme, the lighter its treatment should be. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to stand on a soapbox and just, like, tell kids about tell, feelings. you know, people hellfire and brimstone all yeah. the time. You've got to be able to slip it in with some comedy and some, you know, just keep it digestible. Digestible. There you mm-hmm. go. I know big words. So, yeah. So, they, so those were really good examples of that mm-hmm. adage. Yeah, and we also saw Get Out together. Yes, and and she held my hand. I, I was like, her. I'm scared. <laughs> These white people are terrifying. <laughs> Which apparently scared the white woman next to us. <laughs> she was like, my her whiteness is scaring me. It's scaring me. Um, the scene with the milk. That was the yeah. scariest shit ever. I was like, first of all, bitch, where your lactate? <laughs> where that? Yeah, you and Swerve Gotti, who's our past, who's a past guest, we're just, you, both of you were sitting next, like I'm sitting between y'all, both of y'all are yelling at the screen <laughs> with the lady. You're like, oh my God, her whiteness is scaring me. And Swerve Gotti's like, oh my God, why is she drinking, eating that cereal like that? And it's just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, black people. <laughs> we also saw Hidden Figures. Hit, wait, did we? Yeah. It was me, you, and my cousin. Wait, did I fall asleep? Because I feel like I never saw the end of that movie. Hidden Figures? Yeah. No. no it no, wasn't. It wasn't it Hidden was, Figures. I am not your I Negro. I am not your Negro. That is what we saw. Who did I go see Hidden Figures with? I think I did go see it with Nayla. I wanted to go see Hidden Figures, but I missed out because I happened to be living such a fabulous life that I was in Cuba when it came out in theaters. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm important Sorry. and rich. Yeah. <laughs> not rich, but actually Uncultured. probably not important either. Okay, so zero for two on that one. But, um, <laughs> but I did jailbreak my fire stick. Oh Shout out God. to Cody. Cody is bae because I watched Hidden Figures on Cody, but I was super tired and fell asleep. So <laughs> I've only ever seen like the first yeah. two thirds. Yeah, of that we, movie. we went to see I'm Not Your New Girl and then we um, talked about it. And then there was a, a cute boy standing there staring Ooh, at yes. me. And I never, I never saw what him again. What happened with him? I never saw him again. Okay, so for all y'all listeners, his name was out like there, Kenneth or Kendall. Shoot your stick, please. Okay, shoot your stick. Like shoot your what? Your stick. Shout, Shout out to Jeanne for that lovely phrase turn of phrase um basically just you know don't be afraid to say like hey you're yeah. cute let's hang out sometime i guess it's also weird because he was standing next to his mother yeah i mean and my aunt but i'm just saying <laughs> at some point he's got a man up man up <laughs> he was very cute and he was like staring at me and i was like and then my cousin goes over and is like, is that guy staring? I'm like, oh, yes, he is. Girl, it was you, me, and her and both me and her were watching him watch you like what's happening right now and why don't you just, you know, excuse yourself from the group right quick? <laughs> like, oh, you see, look, it, there's a pebble over there I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah, and then I've never seen him again. I think his name was Kendall or Kenneth, I don't remember. Boo, who knows? And guess what? Who cares? He's not important. <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> see how much fun you can have once you have a moon with your whole bunch of women you don't know. Get you some. Get you a moon sister. Get you a woman that could do both. <laughs> Like yes. a go to ritual and watch kids movies with you. I feel That's like we saw right. another child's movie, but I don't remember. Well, 
We can oh, always watch another one. Yeah, we wanted to go see the Lego movie together, but we didn't go see the Lego oh, yeah, Batman movie. Lego Batman. Yeah, we got to watch when it comes on Fire Stick. I mean, when you get into your Fire Stick. Shout out to Cody. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. Okay. Um, sorry, you're a hot mess. This YouTube is just playing. So, yeah, we're just, you know, we're going to go on another little breaky break, and then we're going to come back and talk some more and chitty chat, 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 Come on, come on. YouTube got ads. We'll be back. Those that don't know how to be posed get evicted. A woman could bear you, break you, take you. Now it's time to rhyme. Can you relate to a sister's open up to make you holler and scream? Yo, let me take it from here, queen. Excuse me, but I think I'm about to to get into precisely what I am about to do. I'm conversating to the folks who have no whatsoever clue. So listen very carefully as I break it down for you. Merrily, 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 merrily. High to happy overjoyed. Please, with all the beats and rhymes my sisters have employed. Look at me throwing down the sound totally. Yeah, yes, let me state the position. Ladies first, yes, yes. Cause when it's time for loving, it's the woman that gets them strong Stepping, strutting, moving on, rhyming, cutting, and not forgetting We are the ones to give birth to the new generation of prophets Cause it's late, I break into a lyrical freestyle Grab the mic, look at the crowd and see smiles Cause they see a woman standing up on her own too Sloppy slouching is something I won't do Something that we can't flow, can't flow. Stereotypes, they got to, go. got to go I'ma mess around and flip the scene into reverse With what? With a little touch of ladies first can get dumb. Yo, praise me not for being simply what I am. Born in L.O. Indio and town American. You dig exactly where I'm coming from. You want righteous rhyme and I'ma give you some. To enable you to age yourself and get paid. And the material that has no meaning, I wish to play. Pay me every bit of your attention. Like mother, like daughter, I would also like to mention. I wish for you to bring me to the, bring me to the rhythm. Of which is now systematically given. Desperately stressing, I'm the daughter of a sister who's the mother of a brother who's the brother of another. Plus one more. Four, four. Have a job to do, we do, and it respect due to the mother who's the root of it. And next up is me, the M-O-N-I-E-L-O-V-E, and I'm first, because I'm an L-A-D-I-E. Contact and in fact, the style, it gets harder. Cooling on the scene with my European partner. Laying down track after track, waiting for the climax. When I get there, that's when I tax the next man or the next woman. It doesn't make a difference, keep the competition coming. And I recite chapter in verse. The title of this recital is Ladies First.
attention are on the mic. The scene is ripe, the crowd is hype. I expel the whack and those who bite. Why? Cause I'm that type. Swing with beats 45 King style. He wants me to sing, but I'll swing so meanwhile. A footnote for the opposite sex. Phony rip the mic, I rock it next. Plex, you never catch me at my worst. You get the drift? It's ladies first.
Ain't got to explain why I'm bad. Your man is a dog. He chased my kitty and he say my pussy is wet. I got food in my dog. Gotta run back. Another day, another chance. I wake up, I wanna dance. So as long as I got my friends. You cannot be me, no never. Ain't got to explain why I'm bad. Your man is a dog. He chased my kitty and he say my pussy is wet. Me and Missy behind them top. Landing on hundred for yards and Giuseppe Hills. I kick in the door, waving the phone like I am the papa. Better, better. Bob, mom, be the lover. My watch is so icy. If I walk outside in the summertime, I just might change the weather. I'm done with the pencil. I bought a ring. I don't trust the pencil. I bought a six. This fur on it like I bought an eight. I'm killing them. Yellow tape. I'm starting from the bottom. I'll show you how to flip a dollar. I wake up, I wanna dance. So as long as I got my friends, I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. Dance, dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. I wake up, I wanna dance. Get wetter than them And fuck where you been Get too much cheddar for him I set the bar and them bitches Only setting trees I put the pressure on them Still ain't turning to a diamond I got the Midas Billionaire minded See some reclining I'm getting some head Riding back of the pilot Switching the pilot Damn I'm shining All my bitches with me 305 finest Don't come around us If you ain't about commas Commas, 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 commas Show you how to hit a lick Collect the profit Watch it flip he watching my body like he watch a scandal But I'm just Never first how you spend I'm gonna start it from the bottom I'll show you how to flip a dollar I got food in my dining room I'm better, I'm better, I'm better It's another day, another chance I wake up, I wanna dance So as long as I got my friends But she can never be me Man, I'm too stuck in my ways Counting this money for days Life is so good, it feel good, no worries With all these farmers up in my driveway I ain't got no time for no dumb shit A lot of y'all be on some bum shit First I got my D's up, then I got my pounds up What you been talking, I ain't up March to the beat of my own drum Philly to London conundrum I've been this way, baby, since the first day But they keep asking Sunny D, and I'm joined by 
Dr. Fari. <laughs> I'm joined by Dr. Fari, aka hashtag Paging Dr. Fari. Um, and you are listening to Trill Literate. Oh my God, I really hate how loud that is. You are listening to Trill Literate, your Hoodwatch Chanelican Silt and Shea Butter, your weekly roundup of black millennial bullshit. See, that's where we are. Hold on, I forgot to write this down. Um, yes, and Dr. Fari was talking about talking to us about moon rituals and being my moon sister, and she's wonderful. So, Zach Tafari, I have been spending a lot of time watching Netflix. I have finished all of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt season three, Master of None season two, and Dear White People. Do you watch any of those? Um, I tried to get into Kimmy Schmidt, couldn't get into it. Season one or season three? Or like any of it at all? Pilot episode? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's it's the guy's name Titus Mm -hmm. in the show. Mm -hmm. My favorite quote is, what white nonsense is this? (laughs) What white nonsense? To me, that sums up the entire show, and I just couldn't get into it. But hey, you know, some people love it. Yeah, Um, I like it. Like... I feel like Titus is, is the only reason that show is still existing. Um, but I feel like I'm not as much um, excited about it as I was for the first season. And a little bit of the second season. Mm. Yeah. I try to get past that pilot episode, but I don't know if I ever finished it, to be honest. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Season one's good. Um, I definitely am a huge fan of Master of None. Okay. I was sick last week and spent four days on the futon, ran all through season two. Okay? Yeah, okay. All through it. All right, so let's talk about season two of Master of None. Let's talk about the Girl. Thanksgiving episode because we all know that it was the best one of the <laughs> season and that Angela Bassett is, is amazing. God. God. Okay. She is God herself. Love God herself. God herself. Shout out to Angela Bassett for being amazing. Thank you. Shout out. We love you. I love you, Angela Bassett. Please be my friend. <laughs> um, please be my adoptive auntie. For real. Um, yes, I did like the Thanksgiving episode. Cause I was like, oh my God, now I got to watch. Because I was like, by the time everybody else watched Thanksgiving episode, I was only on like episode three. <laughs> and so I was like, shit, I'm behind. I can't read Twitter. I can't read Tumblr. I can't read like right. Instagram, basically. I can't read Facebook. I couldn't be on social media. And I was like, good thing I'm in Cuba. Yeah. Where like. Thing. Where it costs you like ten dollars to get an hour's internet card. Two dollars, depending on where you go. It is depending on where you go. Very true. <laughs> you are correct about that, ma'am. <laughs> I did not buy internet cards the whole time I was out there because I was like, "Why do I need this?" It's nice to actually not yeah. be connected to the internet. I only need to be connected to people I was there with. Um, yeah, so I was like, "Why do I need this? I don't need this. I don't need to pay two dollars for this." Even though I did run out of money anyway. So that's the point. Anyway, so I got through Master of None. I watched Thanksgiving episode, loved it. And then I got to the end of the season, and I'm just like, what is happening? Right. Up in here. I want to know whether or not season... Spoiler alerts! Just letting you know. <laughs> you right. You right. Uh- <laughs> letting you know we're going to spoil it. We're going to spoil some shit. Um, 
I want to know whether or not season three is going to pick up on the sexual harassment allegations exactly. that were made exactly. and whether or not Aziz's character is going to get swept up into that at Exactly. Some point. Because I think they've done a really good job at having him just kind of be a male bystander to some of the um, sexist things that mm-hmm. happen to women on a daily basis. But I want to see him actually like have to have to make a choice about Mm -hmm. whether he's going to continue to be just like the innocent bystander or whether he's going to have to stand up. Yeah. Be accountable in some ways. Cause like the thing that I was just like confused about, it was like, first of all, I'm just going to say that the whole like back and forth with him and Francesca, just like, Got on my nerve. Thank you. I'm not the only one. Um, and we saw best it friend. Happening. If you're listening, I'm not the only one that got it. Whose nerves it got on? Oh my goodness. Um, and how long was that one episode? Oh my god, it was so Fuck. excruciating. I had to like get up and stretch halfway through. <laughs> it's like the it's like the last episode. It's like 45 fucking minutes. I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Is this a movie? It was a movie. It's a holiday special. <laughs> and but it was like they kind of just like had this like big blow up about the sexual harassment suit and then we never heard about it again right even though it was within the last two episodes it was like and even though i fucking love chef jeff i'm sorry (laughs) like he's a total perv and we all know men just like him who are just assholes and bullies but i also think that he was so charismatic (laughs) so i can't be mad at that at all i was like oh man well, couldn't he? Couldn't that have been him in the past? And he's changed and grown and Do become a better change? man. Anyway. Um, yeah, I was just like annoyed by it. It was just because not only was it just like it was just like a plot hole that fell through, like the Chef Jeff situation. I was like, what was that? And then like, but Dev was just being so selfish about the Francesca Pino thing. It's like. Who cares about your feelings? Like, it's a lot more at stake for her and for Pino. Like, they're married. They have, like, a whole... I mean, they're about to get married. They have a whole life. They've been together for 10 years. Right. Like, you're whining that she doesn't want to break up with her boyfriend. For you, like, it's not that simple. Right. You're so selfish. Right. I was like, God damn it, Dev. You're annoying me. Dev. And then she was also He's annoying me because... child. He is. She was annoying me because she was like, oh, I like you, but I don't. And I'm just going to, like just flop around and be problematic about it (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly and then nobody was calling dev on his shit and then arnold decided to call dev on his shit too late and it's like well damn arnold where were you like two episodes ago when you were like go for that dude it's like arnold shut up (laughs) shut up arnold i love him he's amazing (laughs) arnold is the worst he's also the best he's also the best it's like he was like telling dev like no he was like yeah man go for it go for it fuck our boyfriend and then when he was like well francesca then take it well he was Arnold was like could you ever think about how it made her feel I was like you should have told him that the right, first time Arnold. Right. it was Arnold, just like and then you right the now? whole scene with them dancing in that like their glass and they're connected made me feel so uncomfortable I was just like oh my that god was, yeah I was like what is well, happening okay, wait, here's, what's going on back up to oh. before we get to the glass when we're in the kitchen and homegirl's like, is it cool if I can crash at your place? Oh, my God. Okay, but why are you wearing nothing but a, a shirt? shirt? Like, you got a man at home. You, the main one, talking about, oh, you know, you just my friend, Dev. You got too much thigh meat out, girl. <laughs> too much. And, I mean, I don't believe in respectability politics, but I kind of do, though. Because I'm like... <laughs> 
You gotta believe in, in uh, sex language, which is yes, I'm wearing no in, pants. I'm wearing your shirt. Actually, it was Arnold's shirt. And some motherfucking draw. <laughs> it was Arnold's shirt. That's it. And it was like, get up in these thighs. Right. And I was just like, ma'am, you are doing too much. Like, I mean. Throw some shorts on. He had no basketball. You couldn't <laughs> ask for no damn sweatpants. <laughs> it's a blizzard out there. Cover up. <laughs> God damn it. Making me chilly. <laughs> Making you believe in respectability politics. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you expose your legs like Girl, that? Girl, your ankles are that showing. Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> scandalous. Um, but also back in you know, back up to like that interaction and they're like dancing and stuff. And it's just so unfucking comfortable to watch. It's uncomfortable because it's like, I feel like I've been in a situation like that. Like I like somebody and then, but they're in a relationship and then they like me back. And I'm just like, this is unco- I was like, this is giving me, this is triggering me. I feel triggered. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. personally brought up some baggage, some baggage, some mm-hmm. like deep feelings I try to get rid of. And I'm just like, this is making me like, I was like watching it sitting really stiff. Like, Oh, what's happening. Can I just kiss already? So it could be over right, this tension. There's so much tension. It was too much tension. It was making me uncomfortable. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. And I was just annoyed at how selfish she was being and how wishy-washy she was. was just, and then, like, at the end, they're, like, in the bed together. I'm like, what happened? What's going on? Like, what? Like, after all that all that talking you did, girl, you still going to end up with him? For real. Like, you could have just went home. You could have. To be honest. For real. Come on. It wasn't snowing that bad. TBH, you could have went home. No, like, the like the very last <laughs> episode. <teasing. laughs> huh? <laughs> Oh, wait, so we're not talking about the Blizzard episode anymore? No, we're talking about the last episode, like, the the very last episode, the very last few seconds. And, like, she's laying in a bed next to him. Oh, right, and it's like, okay, what's going to happen? Yeah, but, like, I mean, like, she could have went to Italy. Yeah. Like, girl, after all that wishy-washiness, and you were like, Dad, this is hard for me, I can't do this. And then right. she left, and then was, like, fighting with Pino for no reason. Right. And it's just like, girl. And Pino was just, like, He's also kind of just boring. Just tell me what's going on. Yeah, he's like, what do you want? He's like, is we is or is we ain't? Yeah. But he's like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what kind of accent that was. Just just go with it. (laughs) Yeah, but he's also just boring. So I'm like, I'm not also like not surprised she's not. Oh, my God. The conversation about the tiles. Oh, my God. He was like, oh, I'm so excited. Travertine. (laughs) This is amazing. Again. Don't know. Um, (laughs) Moving on. Um, <laughs> so I actually really couldn't stand Dear White People. I really tried to get into it. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer, I did go see the um, movie in theaters. And mm-hmm. in fact, so before the, the movie came out in theaters, I was like, subscribed to their social media. So me too. And I was like, oh, yeah, support black artistry or whatever. Same. And, but Same. then when I went to see the movie, I was like, this isn't good though (laughs) i mean it's boring it's boring and there's no like fun in it it's just like super fucking serious and then at the end of the movie homegirl's like "Uh uh-huh i'm not black i'm just whatever because i'm half white so i can like have that racial privilege of just deciding to opt out of the struggle and it was just like really so that's where we're going with this like (laughs) militant black sister just decides fuck all that i'm just gonna go be white like 
that's the moral. <laughs> I don't think it was like story. her going be white. I think it was just her. She shrugged it a, off, taking a step back and be like, "Okay, let me focus on myself, and then I can do everything else." Okay, well, maybe not. That's how I took it. Okay, all right. Well, so it was like a self, like you know, like I'm trying to be everything everybody else wants me to be, you know. And the only way I can be free is when I'm with this white man, though. And I, I mean, stopped doing my radio show because then she stopped doing. She like gives up the show. I think her show got canceled because she got caught. Whatever. Okay. The the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> You youngins, youngins, get off my lawn. <laughs> you can't get off my porch. <laughs> get off my lawn, but, you like, I really heathens. didn't like that because, mm-hmm. you know, there is quite a breadth of black radical intellectual thought that is available to her. And in college is the perfect time for her to explore that. And so mm-hmm. to completely pull out and say, I... I throw my hands up and I'm just going to be an anarchist without a real under deep understanding of what anarchy is or what the goal of it is or what is the philosophy behind the politics. Like for all intents and purposes, she just rides off into the sunset with her white dude and is like, fuck all that. And it's like, okay, but so pan-Africanism didn't work for you. Afrocentricity didn't work for you. Black feminism didn't work for you. You ain't got nothing to say about Afrofuturism. Like, Bitch, we can do this. You know what I'm saying? Afro pessimism, not a thing. Like how you want it. You know what I'm saying? We can. Or serve, like there's levels to this. We can serve wokeness at any point in time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but your choice is to just turn off from all of that, mm-hmm. and to just. So I wasn't feeling that. So okay, but then I heard on the social medias is that it was a good series and that mm-hmm. the series was better than the movie. And I was like, oh, hallelujah. The series is I actually thought the movie was actually movie. not good. The but series is better than the movie, though. I got, like, five episodes into the series. Mm-hmm. And those were, like, five of the most boring, strenuous. Like, I had to rewatch a couple of episodes within the five to even get to the five. Because the shit was just boring, son. Like, it's not fun to watch. Nobody's having a good time. Like, I don't know about you, but I went to a predominantly white college. I and I actually had a good time going there. Fun times. I surrounded myself with black people. Same. I surrounded myself with people from other countries, international students. Um, I had fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I had sex. I fucking learned a, sh- a shit ton. I tried to be independent. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, real heady intellectual conversations. I traveled abroad. Like, there was joy in that experience. There was joy in the experience of self-discovery. There was joy in the experience of coming together with a group of other people who are trying to figure this identity thing out as well. And um, I just feel like, where did that go? This series <laughs> is just so serious. Everybody's angry. Nobody's having a good time. <laughs> the people are having sex, but that hasn't, like, chilled them out or relaxed them at all. <laughs> Nobody's, like, in the afterglow, just, like, smiling. You know what I'm saying? Like, So you think it focused too much on the trauma of being black in a white space and not just, like, all the things that come with it also, like... I think it's a it's a it's a show whose audience is white people and so because of that they don't show any of the things that are exciting about being black that are Mm -hmm. happy or positive or thrilling or difficult but not in 
an obvious way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I wonder about the writing. I wonder about the experience of the people who are on the writing team. I know Justin Simeon writes it, but I'm sure he has a group of people mm-hmm. that works with him. And I'm like, where are those people from? Mm-hmm. What would they be doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they don't have nothing exciting and joyful to draw upon. Mm-hmm. And then my other qualm, and the major qualm, really, is the shit is too slick, sexy, beautiful for fucking college, okay? First of all, <laughs> we're not at a HBCU. We're at a PWI. Ain't not nail bitch showed up to class in pajama pants or sweatpants. <laughs> all y'all motherfuckers got on the latest. Ain't a hair at a place. But we never see homegirl braiding her shit up. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Everybody's well, blocky there is a, and there's shiny. There's an episode when old girl's getting her weave done. It has perfect hair and perfect skin and perfect nails, and they never rewear any articles of clothing. Like, Sorry, it's, it's also just... TV. That much you got to give up to TV. No, I don't. Because, <laughs> what, because what you're asking for me is that I trust you in this world that you're building visually. Uh-huh. And if you and if you're going to you know build that world, then you have to have your details. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna need at least one motherfucker to show up in sweatpants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna need at least a couple of different characters to be rocking head wraps because they didn't do their hair that day. Like I'm just gonna need a lot more realism. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it tries to offer us that. But then it, like, makes it so slick and so shiny. And it just, I don't know, it misses. It misses for me. Mm-hmm. So I never finished it. <laughs> I just was like, do I really have to subject myself to more hours of this shit? Like, mm-hmm. it moves slowly. You know, I feel like the pacing has some issues. I mean, I could go on for days about the shit I don't like about it. So I'll just leave that at that. <laughs> You're like, and I'm done. And I have finished my spiel of hateration for the <laughs> evening. Thank you. I did like Dear White People. It is it is a little slow. I feel like they felt they had to like stretch out the storyline we already know. Um, I thought they were going to pick up from what happened after. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, which is fine. It's more in-depth and more detailed and people have more backstory. Um, I do think Joelle needs a backstory. Um, Justin Simeon. Um, Which one's Joelle again? Uh, Samantha's friend, the dark skin girl with the braids. Oh, mm-hmm. and that's another thing I don't like. All the characters are just so flat. They are just complete archetypes. Samantha's the light skin overcompensating woke one. The rest of the ones whose names I don't know are the rest of the ones whose names I don't know. And like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Home dude is respectability politics. Home girl is assimilation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody has their part to play, and it mm-hmm. seems like they're just so flat. They don't have complexity. They don't have nuance. There's nothing unpredictable. Like once you know what it is they're there to represent, then it's like, oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. what they're representing. Do you think that's a fault in it? You know, fault in it being a satire, whereas think things have to have like the stereotype in order to get the satire across. Yeah, I do. I feel like, you know, there's plenty of really good satire out there that's dynamic and challenging and Mm -hmm. surprising. I mean, one of the best satires I think to ever do it was Bamboozled Mm -hmm. by Spike Lee. And that's, I mean, that's some, that has so many detailed elements within it. 
so many meanings within a meaning. Like, for example, um, remember how in um, in the crew they had, there was only one chick played by Charlie Baltimore? The light skin. I have not girl. seen okay, so in, all of Bamboozled. So I've only in seen Bamboozled, parts of it. Most Def plays Big Black Africa. Mm-hmm. And he has his crew. And in his crew, there's only one f- woman, and the woman is played by the rapper Charlie Baltimore. She's mad light-skinned, and she's always rocking a head rapping, um, sucking on a lollipop. Well, at, spoiler alert, at the end of the fucking movie, <laughs> like, all of them get gunned down by the police. And in this moment, when you're looking at their bodies laid out in the street, her head wrap got knocked off, and you can see the perm underneath. <laughs> and it's like, is that a choice that they made artistically? Was that just like whatever? Who knows? But I mean, you can have more complexity without broadcasting like, this is what this is supposed to mean, mm-hmm. you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I can't remember what else I'm about to say. I forgot. Don't ever watch movies with me. Actually, we have a great time when we watch movies. I don't know what we're talking about. Because <laughs> we had a very good conversation Conversation after watching I Am Not Your Negro. Yeah, that was a good one. Yes. Um, both that and Get Out We Saw at the Broad Theater are surrounded by white people. So it's always very interesting to see what they do when they come out the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. AKA, they are confused. <laughs> very confused. Um, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to get to the... The benediction is Patty likes to call it of our show. Um, and we have this thing called Weekly Obsessions. And it's now it's time for our Weekly Obsessions. Da, da, da. So, do you have anything that you're obsessed with this week? Just to bring it full circle, I am obsessed with Underground. <laughs> I fucking love this show so goddamn much. And I am obsessed with the character Noah, played by Aldous, whatever the fuck his last name is. <laughs> I don't know, although I should know, because eventually I would love for that to also be my last name. But whatever, I'm a feminist. I don't believe in that. So, um, (laughs) yes, I am just obsessed with the beautifulness of black people. And I am obsessed with the fact that we finally get one story that we get to tell on our own terms. Mm -hmm. That has now been canceled, so it could be Fox News. That's okay, though, because I really think that Own or Hulu is going to pick it up. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna chant that out in my next moon ceremony. <laughs> Manifest it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um this week I'm obsessed with um getting things from Amazon. Uh <laughs> so I got I ordered some things, some like organizational things, which is just ridiculous because I'm becoming my mother. So I ordered some like cute little organizational things for my living room and my workout supplies that we don't use in the house, but they're just everywhere. So I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna put them in a basket. Yes, you better and I put a cute them little in a pillow cover for my pillow. It's on my new sofa, and I was like, this is cute. I need to buy some more. So I'm gonna buy some more pillow covers. Yes, go. So Amazon and also Prime. just have like Amazon Prime for like 30 days. So I'm just like, let me just order some shit. <laughs> Get it all now. Let me just order some shit real quick. Um, yeah, and I ordered Petty. Uh, a birthday gift that Aww, he will get when he comes see. back home, um, which I ordered and it was like on back order. So I was very excited that it came. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Um, yeah. So that's my weekly obsession. Um, so we reached the end of our show where we do our least true, most true, 
So, like, the best thing that happened to you this week, the worst thing that happened to you this week. Let you know. Warm, fuzzy, go prickly. Hmm. I can go first. My least real moment of the week is... Um... Oh, shit. What is that? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think what my least moment of the week was this week. What did I do this week? I'm not really sure. Um. <laughs> oh, my least moment of the week was literally I filled my car up with gas yesterday and today it is on three quarters of, like, it has three quarters of a tank left. Well, no, I have a fourth of a tank left. My bad. It has a fourth of a tank left and I'm just like, I just filled this up. I just put $27 in this, and now it's, like, depleting. It's like, Dawn, where did you go? Sunny, where did you go? Where? So I'm just, like, mad about it, Mm. actually. Mm. Damn. Sorry. You feel that way. What's your least My least trill moment would have been yesterday getting completely soaking wet in that damn monsoon that we had Mm -hmm. that wanted to start at 5 o'clock on the dot because, of course, I would need to walk out to my car slash swim out to my car. (laughs) So, actually, my sneakers are still wet, and so are my socks. Weird. (laughs) And my car just smells like mildew now. Ew, that sucks. Yeah. Were your windows open? No. No, but when you got in, you were wet. I was wet. Damn. Yeah. Damn, 40. Mm-hmm. That was the least true. Mm-hmm. Uh, my most true moment of the week uh, was that Petty and I got invited to just something really fun, and we can't talk about it yet, apparently. But we will talk about it in a couple of weeks when we get more information on what we can and cannot share. But it's going to be really cool, and we're very excited about it. And we got there, and we were like, uh, all these people in here are, like, really important. And we're not that important. But it's like, you know, I guess maybe we are that important. We don't know. But we were very excited and very privileged to be in the space, in the place. And Denisio showed up. And so we were like, whew, thank God somebody we know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we went out to ice cream. Um, And shout shout out to Makia. Uh, Girl, thank you for hooking hooking your people up. We appreciate you. Um, Yeah, that was my my most true. What's yours? Um, my most trill moment was every time I thought about how next week is my last week in the office. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, soon come. <laughs> Give us a spree. <laughs> Give us spree. Dang, girl. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my most trill moment. Dang. That sucks. It doesn't suck because that's going to be free. <laughs> Underground got me bucked the fuck up, okay? I'm like, I'm going to get my freedoms. <laughs> I'm saying it sucks that you had, like, a job you didn't like. Um, Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Dr. Fari, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for waking me up from my nap. Yeah. Um, do you have anything, any church announcements, anything like <laughs> anywhere for people to find you? Follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You have to talk close to this mic. Oh, sorry. Follow me on Twitter. What's your Twitter name? At Fari underscore Inzinga. Okay. Um, do you have anything coming up that the people should know about that you should come to? 
Uh, not at the very moment, no. I'm just getting free from my job, so that's my main focus. Got it. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have any church. Well, my church announcement is uh, hit your girl up at www.takenbydonnamarie.com. Hire me for your photo needing things. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take your pictures. Um, well, that's all for our show today. Thank you once again, Fori Girl, for coming out. Yes, Let me wake you up or whatever on this beautiful day. My moon sister, whatever. Um, and as we say, we are loud, we are cute, and we is black. Bye, y'all.